0: Hello and welcome. Before we jump into this interview, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to the GoFundMe fundraiser. If you're enjoying this series, uh, if you care about our planet and sustainability and want to do something about climate change, please um, take a look at the show notes. There'll be a link to the fundraiser. Anything that you'd like to give, it's much appreciated. And thank you to all that have given so far. So without further ado, let's jump in. Hey, everybody, I'm joined by Nicholas Ledin. Did I get that right? Uh, something like that, right? No, 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 not something like that. this The whole point of this is for me to learn things. So it's <laughs> um, correct me yeah, now. Like,
1: uh, yeah, Nicholas Ledin. Ledin. Like,
0: ah, okay. Yeah. Wait, all right. So I am joined by Nicholas Ledin, Rat King and yeah. captain <laughs> exactly. of uh, Sweden One. How's it going, Nicholas?
1: Yeah, it's going great, thank you. i uh, uh, just been moving across my country for a new job and stuff like that. Stuff similar to you, I suppose. Nice. Still well, so
0: I was going to say, when you say across your country, though, do you mean in Sweden, there's a big difference between across going sideways and across going up and down. So I
1: assume you mean across I've going been sideways. going north. No, you did. You going were going north. up and down. Okay. Yeah, so like 50 miles north. <laughs> okay. Uh no, five hundred miles, I mean. Oh, okay. <laughs> miles, <so.
0: laughs> big difference, but nice, nice. Big okay. Big, yeah. <laughs> cool. Nice. Does that put you um in like the middle of nowhere or is there are you still around major areas in
1: in No, it's a little bit uh off from the like the major populated areas, but still like the coastline is pretty there uh, the city the city lines, so Okay. I it's where this is the town where I grown up, grew up, so...
0: Oh, that's cool. Nice. That's a, that's that's nice to move back. You're familiar with the area, at
1: least. Yeah, and we have, like, a new Guild Ball meta here now, so it's been playing a lot with new players here, so it's quite fun to see how everyone approached the game, so... Nice.
0: All right. Uh, well, do you want to introduce yourself uh, a little bit more for those who may not know you?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, well, I've been playing Guild Ball since the end of Season 2, mm-hmm. and I've been playing for Sweden 1, the last two WTCs. I uh, won the Swedish Nationals last year with the Rat Catchers, where probably most people might have heard my name, I suppose. I uh, yeah. played Rat Catchers in Worlds, and I've been holding the Rat Kill Leader Badge for quite a while. i mm-hmm. uh, been playing Fish uh, since Vengeance 4. So and uh, played fishing, Swedish nationals managed to get the second place this year. Otherwise I'm pretty I'm pretty active on Discord and Twitter and everywhere. Social media. And I like, usually travel to all the Vengeance and SteamCon and WTCs and stuff, so people might have met me in person as well. At least nice. on the European side I suppose.
0: Alright, so the most important question here, I'm going on a honeymoon. Uh, this summer. We, well, like a delayed one. We did one right after the wedding, but um, we're going to uh, Norway and Sweden and uh, Swarbard and... Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so it's going to be fun. I'm excited. But what must I do? Where must I go in Sweden? Because we don't have too much planned.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the simple and convenient answer is probably like Stockholm, like sure. the capital, for a beautiful city in shopping and dining and stuff and all the royal castle and museums and everywhere but personally if one had like the time and interests my strongest recommendation would be to hike in the mountains Mm -hmm. it's one of my personal like golden places nice so but not a lot of people it's quite a I was right going to say, from where, where would that
0: be? I'm, lo- I'm literally looking at a map now, because that is something we'd be super interested in. It's like interested.
1: the border, border Norway, Sweden, like the whole uh, okay uh, like way up. Gotcha. Like the Scandinavian mountain range.
0: Well, something, I don't know how, uh, how well-known or popular of a thing this actually is, as much as a gimmick, but something we were thinking of doing, um, apparently... I believe it was Sweden and not Norway, I'm pretty almost positive, it has um, a scale model of the solar system scattered throughout the country, like in different cities and stuff. Oh. I think it starts in Stockholm, I want to say. Um, I'm pretty oh, sure. Cool, cool. And it goes all oh, wow. the way up to like, I don't know, not the top, the actual top of the country, but like somewhere in the middle or like Slightly above that, so it's like a nine-hour yeah, never... train ride if you want to go from like the sun to Pluto, or or maybe not Pluto, but whatever, wherever it stops.
1: Oh, nice! Yeah, I never heard of that. We had like a similar thing in my old city, of, uh-huh. like uh, a kilometer worth of those things.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, there's apparently yeah. there's one scattered scattered about the country. We were going to use that as an opportunity to to, to see yeah. it. We'll see. Cool. All right. Um so the real the other real real question is what kind of licorice candy are you guys uh bringing this year?
1: <laughs> well, that's the question from everyone's minds I suppose, but <laughs> we'll probably bring some uh, licorice candy as well for the people who are missing it, but uh, that's not the, our main our main gifts this year. Oh no? Have... What is it? No. Uh, well, we, as you can see in our uh, um, team names, we have changed it up a bit, so each team has a Swedish, or two of the teams have a Swedish uh, liquor with them, and the third team has like hot shots, a drink, coffee drink, so we're bringing the drinks. Ah,
0: nice. I was going to ask, so as I say, Chicago is famous in kind of the ball drinking uh, heritage for... The terrible, terrible thing that is malort, yeah. um, and I was going to ask when you guys will you know up the game with your own traditional, painful Swedish liquor, um, and it sounds like this is a year.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. But uh, the malort is uh, it's of Swedish origin, but uh, I actually think it's probably worse than. Most of
0: the Swedish stuff. No, I I I am sure I don't think there's many
1: things in life
0: that are as bad as that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like if you took something it'll be good time. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's if if you took something Swedish in origin and then added a lot of uh like American I don't know, I don't even wanna know I don't even know, like just like industrial error sadness. It's just like, you know, it's like child labor plus a <laughs> d- alcohol. I don't know. It's, it's, it's. The really... Malort drink. He, yeah.
1: It's... He, he sold it in Chicago during the prohibition times. I, I... So he, <laughs> there he, you go. That's medicine. Yeah. So that's why it tastes a bit different.
0: Um, so what are you most excited about for WTC? And I'm going to say, if you say people, you have to, you have to be a little bit more creative than people. So you have yeah. to be more specific.
1: Well, of course, the people, of course, but uh, uh, team events, man. Uh, team events are so fun. So And W2C has it kind of all covered there. It's mm-hmm. pretty big, so you get a lot of rounds, and it's pretty serious. So people like taking it serious and like practice and think about matchups and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's also like all the different metas uh, and like viewpoints on the game, mm-hmm. all in the one place. So it's, it's really... Like the best team event of team events in the year so it's a really fun thing what specifically Uh, go for it keep going yeah it's like always brings some new new countries each year as well so Mm -hmm. it's fun to see to like meet up with new players and they like new metas start to grow Mm -hmm. so it's really nice and of course throwing down some silly late night challenge games of all sorts so (laughs) Excellent. it's nice excellent I was gonna say what specifically you
0: mentioned like that you like the team format and you said why well, the WTC is a great team event uh, but what about the team format specifically uh, gets you going
1: I mean it's you have you get like uh, these these months before like mm-hmm. you get a team and you get like this uh, camaraderie and mm-hmm. talk instead of like thinking for yourself you're trying to improve improve each other and like help each other and trying to like maybe play something someone else haven't played or practice mm-hmm. so it really like brings up like the very part part of like the practice mm-hmm. uh, leading up to the event rather to like the single players and uh, you kind of kind of get a little more uh, individual
0: yeah yeah okay yeah i, I definitely uh, agree i like the yeah, the camaraderie that you get from being like we're on a team and we're all invested in each other doing well. So we want to practice with each other. We want to support each other. I remember um, last year, round one um, uh, against one of the UN teams. I don't remember which number. We uh, you know we won the the round, but uh, Jared lost his um, his game and he was like getting really upset at himself um you know cuz he was like oh first round i shouldn't lose blah 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 but it was like you know they were a really good team and um you know they just the being able to be there and being like no yo we got you we we got through now you know you know you can learn from that go on to the next one Key, you know brush it off you got this it was like it's fun it's i it's, i enjoy that yeah. All right. So speaking of uh, practice and preparation, how how are you and uh, the team preparing for the event? Uh,
1: well, it's kind of different now, like from before. Uh, I feel like the game has they have so many guild now, guilds now, guilds mm-hmm. now—and like pretty balanced as well. So, like two years ago, you could realistically like practice against each captain and like fill up any holes in your like matchup spread Mm -hmm. knowledge but now it's so hard to actually get to play each captain of the 18 guilds so i mean people haven't played against everything so we do actually talk a lot and like just try to play a lot of games and like play good guild ball Mm -hmm. and not worry too much on the actual uh, matchups of course there's some matchups where people like ask how how can i do this this isn't working for me how can i do it better so try to help each other out but Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise we're just mainly trying to play games Mm-hmm. yeah the best, so. it,
0: well it sounds like the difference is like because there's so much you're not gonna necessarily be able to get 30 games into you know Midas Alchemist and 30 games into Vet Rage Union and Blackheart Union and like all those different you know permutations yeah, so yeah, instead yeah. just get good at Guild Ball and
1: figure it out as you go <laughs> yeah it's mostly like dealing with the Boogeyman Mm-hmm. a bit sure through. yeah yeah the top ones most important things yeah 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 because all the other guilds is just guild ball i think so uh
0: yeah so you switched off of the rats and as you mentioned and are playing fish now what um what motivated that choice for you uh, it was
1: actually mostly a wtc choice mm-hmm. um because like i am the most i'm the highest ranked swedish player and i'll have a Playing, playing the most games by quite a margin mm-hmm. here so I felt like when I was playing the rat catchers in a team event uh, I was like one of the teams that wanted to select matchups a bit more carefully mm-hmm. so in contrast to the year before where I played masons when I just said uh, drop me into anything and uh, at the time and uh, so I could like lead from the front instead of leading from the back even though that's Quite a rat catcher thing i suppose <laughs> but i really just wanted to like uh, pick a guild with a lot of even matchup spreads and i think fish is super even matchup spreads can play mm-hmm. to basically anything mm-hmm. so it feels now that i can like um, take any matchup for the team and let them worry and try to help them a bit get their games more favorable nice uh, so they don't have to Try to cover for me as much. So it's basically from there. Gotcha. And uh, the normal, like the rational step was like Yukai came out and has like a lot of the Piper feel Mm -hmm. (laughs) of the Janks. Yeah, I was getting The Legendary.
0: I was gonna, I was gonna men- uh, mention knowing you, and I remember we played one game once on on Bachelor. I think that's it. Um, but I was gonna say, did you just decide like I want to play Piper, but in a team with two inch melee, um, and push people off that way?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, and and, you, and basically, and you have also like you can have a Piper, but you can have a uh, Corsair. Yeah. Before, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time you don't really want to play that game, you can. Bring out the fast pirates to fight for you. So that's pretty nice to have in the back pocket as well. True. Nice. So yeah.
0: Uh, But are you not impressed by Scourge's feet? I've heard they were pretty good.
1: (laughs) For a big man, at least. (laughs) Thank you for
0: thank you for playing along with that. Excellent. Um, with your with your fish and um, do you find yourself kind of uh, having a that kind of 2-2 game plan? And I know recently people have been saying, battle shark. I know you're not taking Shark, but, like, that idea of, um, obviously, Corsair has played this way potentially for quite a while. In fact, he might even play more towards the takeouts. But do you find yourself generally going in with, like, a, a mixed game plan? Uh, or just, you know, is it kind of, for you, is it adapting to the whatever is on the table?
1: Oh course it's a bit of adapting Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of times it ends up 2-2 a lot of times i end up doing one takeout and three goals Mm -hmm. like uh, i get one goal and then i start to work and fight take get a takeout and maybe get a goal and then they need to protect both the ball Mm -hmm. and the takeout. so when you start working on the model you get opening another goal so but nice. I find Corsair is a lot more about like denying the opponents their victory conditions. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you get four takeouts, uh, one goal with him. Just yes, because if you start off good and take off one or two models, your board position is such, such good. So such much much better than theirs. So mm-hmm. you can just keep dragging people in, and they they don't really have a full team to fight you. Nice. So can really snowball Uh
0: uh-huh definitely all right well kind of uh talking about a little bit the other way from snowballing from corsair and winning um you're playing a game you start losing the fight you start getting behind um
1: how do you recover from that um well the first first point to to get across is probably, like, recognizing if you are losing the fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it's very obvious, like, when you you lose your stacked model to their stacked model. Mm-hmm. I mean, it probably starts snowball from there. But a lot of times, maybe a little less now in 4.2, but uh, a lot of times I think yeah, you need to recognize before what's happening and to try to adapt before that. Um, but otherwise, if you're losing the fight, there's like uh, a couple of things you can do. I mean, you can uh, switch over to gold pressure mm-hmm. uh, if you have that option. Um, but otherwise, you can like you need to pull back or reset the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, you can. In the worst case, you need to cash in some last points while you are there. Maybe like going all out to get that extra takeout to get you to eight points, uh, even though they might get. Two takeouts from that, just mm-hmm. because you need to get to a state where you can get to twelve points. So, I mean, you yeah. yeah, no, you have I, to like do it with why, but
0: I think that's really important. I think um, people some And I was going to ask what mistakes do you think player most players make when they're behind. But I think one thing that's really important is recognizing points that matter versus points that don't matter. Like if you if it's like uh, let's say. Um, 6 to 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 4 or whatever um whatever the the score is even if you're going to like you said give away two takeouts by to you know would to by a move that you make if that move potentially gets you up to eight points um it's fine that your opponent's going to go to 10 uh, like eight. they don't win the game by that i mean it's not great obviously you would prefer if you can go up to eight and they stay at six. But if like, if that's the only option, if it's either, you know, uh, six, four, and then, you know, you could play a certain way and try to minimize how much you're losing and You end up eight, four at the end of the turn, or you can make it 10, eight, 10, eight's a lot better for you as a player being down than, uh, eight, four, right. Not just the, the, not just the closeness between the scores, but also the fact that you're now within, potential winning range versus before even if yeah. it was 8-4 and you have the ball and you have a beautiful goal now it's 8-8 eight, eight, but now your opponent has the option to win
1: so um, do yeah, you think there- like uh, one, yeah, one exception to this I think it's like if you find yourself up on clock uh, quite a sure. bit yes, you can pull back and not give away points at all and when you know that you're win by the clock points instead so mm-hmm. then you can like actually not try to get points you can just true not just 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 it's not that easy but you can pull away to just not don't give up points to yeah protect yourself but yeah otherwise yeah and then so what do you think the mistakes
0: that most players make uh when they start to get behind um or you know are in that position what do they what do they do that's that's wrong
1: yeah i mean mainly mainly less uh, not top players they kind get kind of defeated uh, if Mm -hmm. their plan doesn't work out or like they miss a goal or they fail a takeout they can sometimes like clock out mentally Mm -hmm. but uh, that's the case less with uh, top players so with top players a lot more you need to get them down to the that situation and the clock pressure, uh, because you can't really play perfect when when the clock comes in and uh, l- late game, so then you can get the opening. So you just have to believe, even though it looks, it should be, uh, a loss, uh, you can often get get a win just by playing the game, just, just keep playing the game. Nice. You can, you can get it. You might not get it, but I mean, you're there to play the game, so... Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I, I think a lot of the, the other mistake that a lot of players play when they're behind is they continue trying to do what they were doing, um, but harder, and then lose. So, yeah. like, you know, I, I'm going to throw more people. I'm going to commit even more. And sometimes that's, like, what you have to do. But um, a lot of the times it's like, no, if if you're if it's not working and you just start, you know, I'd be the biggest one is, um, you know, the, the dripping of players in. Oh, man, I... Overcommitted a player and now you know now they're probably gonna die well let me throw another player in there
1: um to start doing something
0: oh that's not working out let me throw another player in there
1: (laughs) the classic the classic thing is like uh, you may be starting losing the fight already maybe they get to six points and you have a like um stacked player Mm -hmm. being able to go in and fight and uh, but you, if you do that, maybe you get a takeout, but they will go to eight points and then will be even more up, yeah, on the on position. So, just holding back on the models with influence can be really hard, especially if you buff them with something. You oh, really you yeah. want to play pull the trigger and like go in and do stuff. But in the long game, you can often just take one model out with one model uh, in most cases, so mm-hmm. it will end up a trade uh, yeah. a lot of times.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, the hardest thing, one of the hardest things that I've had to learn, I'm still not always great at it. Is is when there's a nice stack of influence on a model, or just even any influence, and you're like, I could use this. It feels I really want to, but should I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, what team does, uh, if any? I don't know if you guys have looked at the the if you've looked at the spreadsheet too much, but are there any? Uh, Teams that Sweden does not want to see. You could also say, you know, Steve Easton. If you just don't like the way he smells, um, that's totally acceptable (laughs) as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, in in reality, we would love to play all the top teams because really, yeah, most players are like super great guys and they're really clean games. Yeah, and you like know them. You talk to them online, and you you really want to like play them. And we don't really have a claim to take the podium, but we would really like to take some scalps. So maybe like take down a good team mm-hmm. would be enough for us. I don't think we have like the consistency to go all the way, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I would say one team, probably Scotland one. I think they a lot of respect for those guys, and they play really tight games and pretty grinding games, and. Uh, it's pretty hard to just steal a game at random from them, so I think our team may, might struggle with those this those kind of gameplays, mm-hmm. uh, contrast to others.
0: Okay, with that, who who is on your podium? Who's your top, top three? Would, it doesn't have to be in any order. Actually, no, I lied. It does. I want it in order.
1: <laughs> I would like to say I think uh, Scotland won. Okay, probably uh, top. I would the place, Poland one on mm-hmm. the second place, and USA won on the third place. Mm-hmm. But, as always, the second and third place is always like strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. Placement, so yeah, 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 of course. But those are the top three teams, I think. And But I don't know, and I haven't played against any of the French guys, even though I know they're good and stuff. stuff so For I, sure. There are a lot of teams they are certainly good, but I haven't. Nice. Played, so.
0: Uh, anything else you'd like to say before the event to anyone anything you want to shout out um, you know we didn't really talk too much about the the swedish meta but
1: yeah if there's anything you want to add Oh no not really I'm mostly like uh, if anyone want to take part in like uh, my guild bullshitting and discussion you're always welcome to hit me up on Twitter or Discord or have a beer at the event and just talk Gilbo. I just love to have these discussions because everyone tries to approach stuff a little bit differently and you learn a lot. Uh, so um, don't be afraid to just make contact and talk about this game.
0: Perfect. Everybody, it, just so you you, you know, Nicholas j- did confirm that he would pay for all your drinks um, if you come and talk <laughs> to him at the WTC. So Absolutely. enjoy that all right well thanks nicholas uh thanks for coming on and, and good luck this year and um yeah well i am I'm, I'm excited i i want sweden to to do really well
1: me too we too. <laughs> too all right so. catch you later catch you later